Welcome to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. Innovative technology simplified with the Encore Systems designers, Jeff Grove and Clark Von Trotha. Here's your host, Luke Anderson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Encore Audio Video Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Anderson, uh, sitting across from me in what I will call a love seat because you two are on it. Wow. Uh, oh, Jeff wow. Grove. That's how this is going to go. Clark Von Trotha. I like we rearranged it. the seating. I know. Uh, and I, know. I, I like it. I think it looks fantastic. But you two both are leaning well away from each other. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what the relationship oh, is. Didn't oh, harsh. Uh, Luke, uh, it's good to see you, sir. It's great to, it's great <laughs> to see you. Um, today's topic is actually something we probably should have done a very long time ago. Yeah. If you've listened to any of these podcasts before, uh, this should be some uh, very good information for you. If this is your first podcast, you're starting in the right place. Today, we're talking about why someone should call people like you. And when I say people like you, I mean system designers for audio and video. So yep. that is uh, each of your titles, uh, system yep. designers here at Encore Audio Video. Uh, so let's start by telling me what that means. What does that title entail? Well, we kind of holistically look at your scope of your project and then engineer and design accordingly to what you want. That's kind of a, a real quick answer to that. But what that really entails is you come in with, oh, I'd like to do this in this room, this in that room, this in, over here. I'm not really sure how to do that. And you may not be sure of all the things you can do. And so the scope could obviously, once you start talking to us, oftentimes can, can move into other areas. But, but basically engineering a system that is specifically designed to you and your space and ultimately, hopefully your budget. Um, you know, sometimes you can't have both budget and scope sure. depending on what the project is and, and where the, and, and um, the budget and so forth. But we try our best uh, to get uh, as much of your scope into your budget as we can while still pushing the fidelity to the limits and stretching your dollar as far as we can. So that's really the, the goal is to, to s create a system that is going to work for everybody in the house and it's going to accomplish your, your needs and your scope. So that's scope, that system, budget, scope again. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> I want a TV on that wall and I want it to sound awesome. You guys do a lot more than that, though. When, when, when Clark is saying system, we've all talked a lot. So I kind of know what that means. But when, when you say a system, it's audio, it's video, it can be a lot more as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, you, you look at a space and it's not just about the, the desire visually, sonically uh, from the AV side of things, but what makes sense or maybe what doesn't make sense aesthetically in the room. And then we also have to think about, okay, placement of a TV versus where maybe windows are. Yep. Um, placement of speakers based on seating positions. All of those things become fairly critical as we get into the more advanced systems. And even on the basic systems, you know, somebody just wants a pair of speakers in a room and what they think, where they think they might want those speakers is maybe not the right place based on a lot of other criteria. So it's just trying to hone, fine tune what yeah. makes sense, you know, so, so we get the, the broad strokes of, of what they're trying to accomplish. And then we get into the minutia of, this is what we should do and this is why. And that that very often is very different by room, by customer, so on yeah. and so forth. So before we get into getting the most out of a home theater or home automation, integration, all of those things, 
Clark, what are the things that you don't do? So if somebody is thinking about yeah. it, we know what you, you do. You can design things yeah. from scratch. You can, you can add things, uh, uh, components to, to enhance something. But what is, it, what is it that you don't do? Yeah, the main thing I think that we don't do that, that uh, I think is important to, to get across is that um, if you have a system that's already been pr- designed prior and you're not making changes to that system but it's not working – we generally don't take those systems on because we didn't design it. We can't control the, the result for the end client. Um, in addition, we can't warranty that work. So if sure. you move into a home and it has a bunch of equipment in there and it's not working, we can't necessarily fix that for you. If we're, we're designing it and, and redoing elements of it, we can obviously warranty that portion of it. Um, but that's, that's, that's one major thing that we don't do. Um, and the other thing is we don't install owner-furnished equipment. So if, if you haven't purchased the equipment from us, ah. we, you know, unfortunately we can't uh, get involved in the installation of that. So those are, those are two big ones. Can you incorporate things that they already have in their, you know? Of course. Yeah. yeah. So oftentimes people have things they've moved, but then they want to add two or three or four other locations and we're doing yeah. those locations and they need help with just getting a the TV mount that they already own. That's a little different because sure. we're already on site doing the rest of that other work. But if it's just, hey, I own everything, just install it for me. We don't do that. Fantastic. So we've talked about a lot of the elements in in different podcasts, and we get into real specifics. But generally, you know, the the reason to to hire you guys is, I would guess, to get the most out of what you're installing. Does yeah. that sound kind of like the right place yeah. to start? Yeah. So let's let's do a little uh, you know walkthrough of I'm a new client. I'm meeting with you. Where where does it start? Where does the conversation begin? It's usually a question right back to you of so what what are you envisioning? What what you know what is it that you want to accomplish in this room in terms of audio video lighting control heating and cooling control all, all the kind of subsets of of what we do and find out from you what that vision is and then from there we can dive down into okay let's get specific on what does the audio or video for this room mean. And, and what is it that, that they're trying to accomplish? And then what, how can we put a system in there that, that makes the most sense for that sure. specific room application environment? Because, you know, not every room can do surround sound, nor, nor should it. Okay. Um, and, and not every form of surround sound makes sense for every room. So that there are plenty of situations where we'll just, since we're in the Pearl District, we'll just use these condos down here. Um, it, it often doesn't make sense to do speakers in the back of the room doing some form of a sound bar, whether it's custom made to match the TV or, or speakers maybe in the ceiling or in the walls and do kind of that front stage of surround sound, but just don't even deal with the back of the room because they're too little or there's so much glass that it's going to be reflective or you know okay. all kinds of different yeah. reasons. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, one size does not fit all. Right. kind of what you're, su- right. what you're suggesting well, and, there. And also to, to adding to that, I think, you know, oftentimes people will come to us where they don't need audio video in, in multiple rooms and we're just doing shading or lighting, you know, yeah. maybe it's lighting control or maybe we're doing surveillance cameras um, or just network. Sure. You know, trying to get local network throughout the whole house. Um, those are those are all regular things that we deal with. So it's not just audio video too. You know, I mean, it's a wide. Category. Yeah, you've mentioned heating control. Control. Yeah. Uh, you can do uh, door locks or garage opening yep. that's tied into the lighting. A lot of the things that we've talked about in the past. How often do you meet with somebody? 
sit down with them where they just want, I want it to look cool and I want it to sound cool. And after a short conversation, they're going, wait, you can do that too. How often does that happen? Very often. Yeah. Often. Yeah. I just, I had a phone call (laughs) with, with a new, a potential new customer yesterday, got one of our mailers and was just interested in essentially this, what, what do you do? Mm -hmm. And of course, Oh yeah, you do audio video. But when I start talking about, I can help control lighting I can help control heating and cooling, shades, all those things that that are not really subsets, but they're just different parts of what we do. And mm-hmm. when they start intermingling all that, and we get into the details of of what all that lighting can mean now with the you know the cool color temperature stuffs we can do, yeah. and circadian rhythms that we've talked about before, and all that stuff, uh, huge eye openers. Yeah, you know, and for. For lots of people, that's super interesting and uh, just makes living in the home better. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I've always appreciated is not just in the home, right? It's indoor and it's outdoor. Oh, you sure. guys can do can do both ends of that. Um, yeah. How much training? How many how many times a year are you guys stopping down to learn what's <laughs> new? I know that a lot of the podcasts we focused on lately is the newest technology, but I imagine there's a lot of things that I would never see. That you know, you guys collectively have been yeah. doing this for what fifty years combined. Yeah. It, it, closer dinosaurs, to 60. Yeah. dinosaurs were operating around <laughs> the time we got involved. Hey, you know the funny thing about that question is, um, and people ask that a lot. We are involved in reading or training or discussions about the nuance of what we do or changes of, of categories of what we do. Sometimes daily, but many times a week, at least. It's- it's it's at least weekly for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's not always daily, but but there isn't a week that goes by that we don't get some sort of communication, often email, sometimes phone call about here's something new. Yeah, and so then it's okay, time to take whether it's ten minutes or two hours to do a little research to understand what that means, and then sometimes there are actual classes. Yeah. Whether it's virtual or sometimes there's road shows where they they'll come to town and we'll go do you know some an event uh, where, where we're trained for a day or whatever. Sure. But that kind of thing is is ongoing. I mean, it's which really leads into a, a that's a big point of why people want to work with us. They have an interest in it. Maybe they know enough to be kind of a little dangerous, but but they, they don't dangerous to you or dangerous to themselves cuz uh, I always feel like it's a little never bit dangerous to us per se, but I <laughs> yeah, mean yeah, but we, you out of but you're, you're you're certainly not, you know, um, spending your money in the, in the best way possible. Yeah. And and what what people are I think are often by, surprised by is just the level of customization for each project that mm. a lot, oftentimes people think, Oh, it's the same design roughly for each scope, right? I mean, you're kind of doing the same thing in each room. We're like, no, we're not. It's completely yeah. unique to what you're trying to do because it's like Jeff was saying, the room, the budget, um, your particular needs. There's always some nuanced element that where the, the last system that ha- shares a very similar, if not the exact same scope just won't work. Mm-hmm. It won't be the right solution for that because the room is slightly different in this in this application versus the other one, or so your needs like, are slightly different, or your budget is different. You know, there's so yeah. many factors to take into account, and using that collective knowledge that Jeff and I both have is super powerful because you're talking decades worth of knowledge of integration that we can help you. You're going to spend the same amount of money if yeah. you go and talk to the guy in the blue shirt or wherever you go, sure. or go, buy something on Amazon or whatever, versus talking to us. But <clears throat> the result of your system 
the end result of your system is going to be far better, not just from a fidelity perspective, but just from a, uh, you know, how reliable it is, usability, yeah. simplicity. There's so many factors to that. So yeah, that's, that's a big point of why people come to us is they want that. Well, Jeff, you said, you said that you want people to be comfortable in their home to get the most out yeah. of their home. So when you go in there, you're not going in loaded with a bunch of, oh, I know houses like this will be better with this. You guys aren't trying to push your vision on anybody. No, no. And, and usually most people have at least some idea as to why they're wanting to talk to us. Uh, but very often they they don't know all of the things that we could help them with. And so just being able to ask those questions and you know, if the answer is no, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But just know that these are options as well, whatever they might be that they didn't ask about to find out if maybe they are interested in those. And it may not even be something that we have to talk about deploying in phase one. It's it's very often with these projects because there's so many facets of, of things that we can do that, you know, maybe lighting control or shades or temperature control in the house or whatever, some of those other things that a lot of people would consider subsets for us. Um, you know, maybe those are things that we don't do during the TV and speaker install. Maybe it's just something we think about for down the road. Yeah. How much value is there in working with gentlemen like yourselves if you are planning on doing projects in stages? Going in and going, yeah. hey, today I'd like to do this. Um, you know, I use myself as an example. You know, I have two young kids. The way that we consume entertainment is very different today than it will be in 10 years, than it will be in 20 yeah. years, not to mention the amount of technology will change in that time period. It's hugely important. You know, we, we design definitely with sort of an open architecture approach. And what I mean by that is that the design can shift over time. Mm-hmm. And the, as long as the infrastructure is there and we have a, a good sense of where you're trying to ultimately go, not necessarily do everything today, but say to Jeff's point, it's phase one, phase two, three, so on. And, and we know ultimately what we're trying to accomplish at phase three and four, whatever in the project. Oftentimes our relationship with clients go for, for many, many years, if not decades. We have yeah. clients that we've, we've worked on the same home for decades. Yeah. And, and, the, and it's been able to be upgraded over time because it was properly designed at the start. And as we move along and along, we can continue to make changes and updates, whether it's network changes, whether it's changes to audio video that happen, because those are always happening. Let's let's talk about something that I think you said, Clark, where, you know, you're not spending any more money working with you guys on the equipment, but you know, if, if somebody wants to go out and get the exact same thing that you recommend for a system, but the real danger, and this is just in my mind, uh, based on the conversations that we have, and I think we may have talked about this in the last podcast, but somebody goes out and they see a great deal on some equipment, uh, whether it's speakers or television or whatever, and maybe it's a great deal because it's, you know, older technology. Maybe it's a great deal because it's technology that, that may not, uh, you know, have a lot of media sources or something like that, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever it is. But if you buy everything that is on sale, the chances of that being compatible <laughs> with one another is probably going to get lower and lower each time you make sure. that purchase. But what you guys have talked about that, that always gets me is making sure that if you have a receiver, yeah, making sure the cables are right to get, you know, whatever, whatever, 
you know, in, inputs and outputs you have are, are linked correctly. People will overspend on cables, will overspend on whatever yeah. it is. But if you're buying the right things, you're saving money and you're getting more out of the equipment. Does that sound about right? Yeah, yeah. A perfect example, a customer that came in yesterday wanted a new television. Most of the rest of the equipment we had sold him quite a few years ago was capable of doing a lot of the current standards in, in terms of resolution and whatnot and, mm-hmm. and all the different surround modes for audio and video. Uh, but the cables back then were not quite capable of where they were today. And, of course, the new Oh, geez, TV, cable technology is getting better too? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, he, he had uh, a set-top box, so it was either satellite or cable. I don't remember which one. Um, a Blu-ray player and I think an Apple TV. Okay. And because of where the technology was back then, we just needed to sell him new HDMI cables because the old ones won't move quite far enough forward. And so just getting him to understand that, hey, if you want this TV to do everything. That so he wanted a new for, TV. But he or, needed to or, buy some new cables. Sure, to, sure. To but take yeah, advantage yeah. of the TV technology. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's, an, that's, a, that's a kind of a microcosm, yeah. really what we're talking about. But, you know, if you, if you extrapolate that out of a system design, so that little point, yeah, yeah. and look at the design holistically, there's so many little nuanced points to that. I mean, there's so many things of like, we'll, we'll, you could do four or five different pieces of electronic that can ultimately accomplish that scope. But only one or maybe two are really the right choice, given the client's budget, room, ultimately where the, yeah. where the system may be five years from now, and will that still be okay? Does it have up, an, any upgradability? There's certain lines that we have that can you can take out video boards and put in new ones for new technology. There's a lot of things to consider. And that if you're just buying things that whatever's on sale, it's not just that it may not integrate. It may not be Ooh. very valuable. Your, your lifespan with that product may yeah. be shortened dramatically. So you're actually, you're not using your do- dollars wisely. And so yeah. um, it's really taking advantage of our expertise and letting the system um, last for the longest. People are amazed at how long our systems last and that's because we've put a lot of time into thinking about these issues on, on things that you won't be necessarily aware of that we know are coming that we're going to kind of really design around and look at and say, okay, this is important. So you can get the most for your dollars and stretch that for the longest period we can. Yeah, it may, it may feel like it costs more up front, but if you're, if you're long-term savings, right. you're not replacing it every five years. That makes a dramatic yeah. difference. Uh, one of the examples that popped in my head when you were really saying that, Clark, was uh, you know I play – uh, one game on the PlayStation, and I only play it uh, connected uh, online with my brothers. Uh, my nephews now play it. We have a couple of friends, but we only play nice. like maybe once a month. Yeah. And what inevitably happens is every time I go on to play, it's time for an update. Yeah. So I'm like, if I have to start at 7:30, I need to start at seven because I need all the updates to run and do all of that. It feels like more and more with technology. The Nintendo, the NES didn't have a single update. Yeah. I mean, I could get the power glove or yeah. I could get the power pad or whatever it was and a new cartridge, yeah. but the new systems, they have a lot more capability, a lot more room for upgrade just within the software. Yep. And so I imagine that changes things dramatically for what you guys do compared to what you used to do. You know, when you started doing this job, uh, combined sure. 60 years ago. <laughs> yeah. For us, I mean, sure. it's also about access, you know, I mean, yeah. we design networks, we design um, systems that, 
I know Jeff and I have talked about this on other podcasts with you, but you know, that are kind of self repairing, as it were. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's almost and exactly. And so what I'm talking it about. kind of falls into the same thing: these software updates, or, or being able to look at systems and and their ability to stay connected to the network is really important today more than ever. And having yeah. a dealer that's available to you that can help you, um, you know, during business hours to to reboot things remotely and things like that is a huge, huge, hugely important factor. And that's something that, that we're not just selling a system to you. Yeah. We're there after the sale with support. And I think that's another big reason. It's not just, here's your box, bye. It's, yeah. we're going to design an entire setup for you and then be there to help you, you know, after the sale and, and, and really be available for you um, as the system grows to help in the redesign process. Two parts of that customer service part that I'm really interested in. One, you've told me already that uh, a lot of people are probably overpaying or overordering for the services based on the equipment that they have. Yep. They can't even take advantage of the full, oh, I, I, I just paid for more internet speed. Okay. So making sure that people get the most out of their services that they're ordering, getting the most out of their equipment that they're doing. But the other thing that you guys do really well with customer service is after the sale, if somebody needs help with their system, you're able to go back and access their system and help them oftentimes remotely so that they don't have to worry that now I've got this big elaborate system. I don't know how to use it. I've got my guys and they've got my back. Yeah, it's a huge part of what we do, you know, being able to help you, um, you know, not necessarily send out a technician, but Jeff and I or whoever you talk to here can remote into the system, look at the system and and see about rebooting something. I know Jeff's mentioned this and we have many times the clients, but, you know, services like Comcast, for example, that uh, oftentimes might need rebooting on a device, whether it's, um, you know, a cable box or something in the house. Uh, It's not necessarily something that we're, selling to you, but we're integrating with that device, but we still have to be able to service that and help you with that. Uh, at least if it's frozen, because you can't watch TV and it's, you know, you're trying to watch the, you know, the playoffs or whatever. Ultimately, that's a big, big part of what we do. And it's um, um, a much quicker access. So during our business hours, if you were to call us, um, usually within f- five to 10 minutes, we can, we can solve the issue over the phone. Um, and we know the system well, because we designed it and we know all the holistic aspects of how it's operating. And so we can say, well, if this is happening, then this might could be, could be an issue and, and go from there. But it's very strategic in how we can help people. So our systems are designed with that, with products that can help us do that. All right, Jeff, I'm going to do the recap. Tell me if I missed anything that you guys do. So I talk to you guys. First thing I'm going to get because you, of your experience is I'm going to learn a lot of things that I didn't know. You guys are more educated. You're more experienced. You've got all that. And if I'm just trying to set up a TV and speakers, I may not have any idea what else can be integrated, the heating, the cooling, the blinds, all of the things, right? Mm -hmm. So I work with you on that. Second, when we actually get to the install, even though it feels like it may be a more expensive setup, I'm probably saving money and I'm getting more longevity. I'm getting better quality. I'm getting better performance out of all the equipment. And then on top of that, you guys can set it up so that equipment will work better reboot when it needs to reboot. We can set up automatic fail safes in it. And then if something goes wrong, I can call you. Yes. Yeah. All the above. And then the only thing that I didn't mention is how 
damn delightful you guys are. So <laughs> I've been doing this podcast with you how long? And uh, I keep coming back for some reason. And you guys are very patient. You put up with people like me, even when I have glitches with my system. Uh, <laughs> even when you have glitches. <laughs> Anything else help. that you would add to this conversation, young man? I think you pretty much covered it. I mean, the only other thing I, I might throw out there is um, a lot of these products want and or need to be updated, and they don't always do that automatically. Mm-hmm. And some of the, the products that we would help install in a system, we can help push those updates remotely. Uh, and then very often on the parts that we can't do remotely, uh, I, I know both Clark and I have walked people through with a remote in hand on how to do it over the phone so we don't have to send a tech out there to basically push a but, bunch of buttons on a remote sure. control to make it happen. Um, so those things are, are very, if not more important today than they've ever been. Because yeah. things are changing all the time. So uh, keeping things up to date is pretty important. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. So at the end of at the end of meeting with uh, either of these guys, um, all you have to do is is just listen to the experts. And at the end you've got a single button that can function your entire home, essentially. 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 Um, so come in with your vision, meet with the guy, these guys to talk through it, learn what is available to you, make the right equipment purchases, the right equipment installs, and then leave with the peace of mind that you have. How you do that? Go to EncoreAudioVideo.com. Come on down to the showroom. It's at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. These guys can get you all taken care of and, uh, and sit down and figure out uh, what's within your budget that you with what's within your scope and make it all work uh, for yeah. a home that is much more fun and easier to live in. Yeah, correct. Gentlemen, thank you very much. It's always a Thanks, pleasure Luke. to talk to you. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast and you'd like to listen to more deep dives on any of the topics, uh, whether it's audio, whether it's video, whether it's indoor, outdoor uh, surveillance, all of those things are available at odyssey.com at 1080thefan.com at encoreaudiovideo.com. Uh, we will be back with another episode very soon. Uh, gentlemen, thank you again. Thank you, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Thank you for listening to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. If you have questions about today's topic or to schedule your free consultation with Jeff and Clark, go to EncoreAudioVideo.com.